thing because it was so dark, so I had to hold them up in the light. As always, it's good to be here uh, with all of you at St. Vincent's this evening. And in the readings today, what we hear is that we are called to have this expectation of the coming of the Lord, the return of our Savior to bring us all home. Now, we all have a lot of expectations. We expected that we would get a good meal for Thanksgiving. We maybe have an expectation of our next vacation, maybe the expectation of a new and upcoming job, and maybe sometimes we have expectations of other people, which isn't necessarily a good thing to have. But we all have expectations, but the readings today are calling us to be prepared for the coming of the Lord, to live in expectation in anything and everything we do so that we might be ready for Him when He returns. Now, this may seem a little counter to Advent, where we are actually entering into and will celebrate the incarnation, the pouring of the Lord Himself into humanity, elevating who it is that we are, who He calls us to be. He left us the perfect example of how we are to live out our lives, how we are to be prepared, and how we are to live with expectation of His coming. He taught us what it meant to live a life according to the will of the Father. And because of Him dying on a cross, He has given us access to the Father, to eternal hope and salvation. But we must be prepared. We must live in expectation. How do we do that? First of all, we must realize that the Lord is constantly coming into our lives each and every day. And so I want to share a few stories with you of a recent vacation that I went on. So I was in Key West, Florida. Nobody feel bad for me because it was really warm and nice there. It was, it was great. And I swam in the water every day. It was wonderful. And we were on a, a beautiful sunset cruise where we were seeing the dolphins and the turtles and uh, we didn't see any whales, but we saw stingrays and sharks. It was very exciting. And I was talking to this couple up on the top deck as we were coming back. And the lady, her name was Madison, who was the captain of the boat, was driving. And as I'm talking to these people, the Lord spoke to me. And this is one of the ways that we are prepared and that we live out expectation of the Lord is by listening to His voice. And He said, go over there and pray for her. And so I'm trying to wrap up this conversation with this couple. And I said, well, excuse me, I'll be right back. And so I go over to this young lady. She's got to be in her 20s. Okay, and I said, I don't know if you're a religious person or not, but the Lord wants me to come pray for you. And she said, oh, yes, I am. Please pray for me. So I put my hand on her left shoulder, and I proceeded to pray for her for however long it was. And then I said, amen. And she says, you have no idea how much that just meant to me. I was just talking to my mother the other day, and I told her I needed to go back to church. Now, you can't make this stuff up. I'm on top of a deck on a boat, and the Lord calls me to go over and pray for this woman because He knows. He knows what's going on in her life. And as I disembark from the boat, she goes, I will never forget this day. Now, I'll probably never see Madison again, but I pray to God that the seed that was planted with her that day that affirmation that she needed will carry her back to the church so that she too can be prepared. Because you see, the Lord wants to use each one of us. One of the ways we become prepared is by allowing the Lord to use us. So now, on a different one, another cruise that we went out on. Yes, we did several cruises, okay? 
We went out on, I had to go to the restroom. So I'm standing there, I'm waiting in line. Imagine that, a men's bathroom, and I had to wait in line. And so I'm there, and I'm talking to this gentleman, and his wife is kind of over at a distance over there. And he was just telling me that they go on vacation, they come down here a lot, and that she's been through a lot. And he really didn't tell me what was going on. So when he went to the restroom, the Lord said, go over there and talk to her. And so I did. And I said, so what's going on with you? And she began to tell me that she had cancer and that she's recovering from cancer. Now, many of you know that I've had cancer before and I'm a cancer survivor. And see, this is what the Lord does. If we're going to live out preparation and expectation of the Lord coming, we have to recognize that He can use anything and everything in our lives to bring about healing and to be there to comfort other people, including cancer. So I said, hey, can I pray for you? And she said, absolutely. And so we prayed and we had a nice little chat about battling cancer and I went on my way. But it was just amazing to know that the Lord in these most oddest of places was calling me to intersect the lives of someone else. Now I have a story of failure that I want to share with you. So for the last two months, and this one's really hard because uh, it really hurts me what I didn't do. You know, when you have the we, we do the act of contrition, you know, and it says, and what I have failed to do. Well, this is a what I failed to do. So for the last couple of months, Mike Manoya, who's a, a parishioner at St. Joseph's, he's like, was like 91 or 92 years old. I had gone to see him a couple of times. And the Lord for the last two months is going, you know, you need to get back over there. You just need to stop by. But just like many of us, I was too busy, right? Especially this time of year, we can be too busy preparing for other things of the world that have nothing to do with serving the Lord. And so earlier this week, and Father Tom, you know this, got the email that Mike Manoya had passed away. And I've just like, I knew I should have gone over there. And you know, it's not, it's not the first time this has happened, right? Where the Lord is going, you need to go and you need to do that. Look, we don't know when our time is going to be called. And we don't know when we're going to have another opportunity to go visit someone. So if you have someone in your life during this Advent season who you haven't seen, who you haven't picked up the phone and called, who you haven't visited, please go see them tomorrow, if not tonight. Do not wait because you don't know how much time you have and you don't know how much time that person has. But the Lord wants us to respond in preparation and expectation that if we move, He will move. We don't need to know why we're going. We just need to know that we need to go and then leave the rest to the Lord. So we were, uh, we were in the water um, hanging out there on the beach and uh, there's this cool little uh, duck I guess it's a duck or a bird. And I actually saw one at the house this morning, and that's why I'm including it in the homily. This, this, this bird, he, he's, on the, he's on the top of the water, and then all of a sudden he goes down. And he goes like really deep. He will like rub up against your leg, right? And he, it was like six or seven feet. He's down, and he stays down there for, I don't know, like a minute or two, and he's, he's eating, he's fishing, right? And then he pops back up. And that's exactly, you see, what the Lord wants us to do during this Advent season. Okay, he wants us to go deep. We can swim on the top doing all of this stuff that society wants us to do. But the Lord, just like that duck, wants us to dive deep into our faith, deep into preparation, deep into expectation, deep into him who created us. 
to be like him, to live a life like him, to answer his call when he calls us, and each one of us has a purpose. And I guarantee you, if you think about your life, there is not a day that goes by where the Lord is not calling you to do something for him. And when we answer yes, when we act in a selfless way, then we are preparing ourselves for when the Lord calls us home. And I don't know about you, but I want to spend the rest of my time with Him in eternity. And there is nothing of this world that's more important than that. Because you see, when He calls us, He wants us to rejoice in the Lord just like the beautiful responsorial psalm that we all sang. He can welcome us home, and he can say, well done, my good and faithful servant.